Welcome back to the Growing Lean podcast, sponsored by Lean Discovery Group. This is your host, Dylan Burke, also known as Deej. I'm happy to be here with Jessica Loomis, founder and CEO of Infinity Insurance Partners. Welcome, Jessica. Thanks, Dylan. It's uh, great to have you here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about the history and background of yourself and your business? Sure. Um, Well, I have been in the industry for 25 years. I um, actually started in a call center selling home and auto insurance uh, for Liberty Mutual. And I did that for five years while um, going to school. And the great thing about working through um, college, uh, Liberty Mutual actually paid for, for my college, my university. So I had no debt leaving um, college and I got my degree in business management. And as soon as I graduated, I got promoted at Liberty Mutual to a, a role selling commercial insurance. And it was my first experience uh, selling um, more of an extensive product. You know, we're looking at selling property, auto, general liability, workers' compensation. Um, employment practices liability was around at that time. Um, cyber wasn't. Cyber wasn't even a thing. Um, and I worked my way into a position where they needed me to move to New Mexico and uh, start selling insurance there. So they promoted me technically, moved me to New Mexico because that's where I'm from. And I started to grow my book. Uh, for Liberty Mutual in New Mexico, and I had developed some really great relationships, but I kind of saw the writing on the wall with Liberty Mutual, and that's when I went to Hub International, and I was at Hub for five years um, and grew a book there, and I did rather well, and then I went to one of the really big shops, um, and they moved me back out here, and I was there maybe nine months And I could see the writing on the wall and I was not happy. I believe that um, even though you're a big shop and you claim to have everything you can offer your clients, they really didn't have that ability to offer those things to your clients. You had to pay for it. And the relationships just weren't there with the clients. And I was not able to do what I needed to do or what I wanted to do for my clients. So that's, at that moment, I was nine months, had just moved to back to Arizona, nine months before that. I was a single mom of a three, four-year-old girl. I had about $40,000 in my 401k, and I took that money, and I started my own agency. Um, and we've grown that agency in upwards of $2 million in revenue. That's incredible. And I love that story. You just pulled out all your savings and pumped it into your dream. <laughs> that's that's so inspirational. Yes. Um, yes. Were, were you scared at all when you when you took that money out? And like what was going through your head? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh I've never really experienced anxiety to that extent. Um I was drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, it, I, yeah, it was, it was, it was scary. Um, and you know, you just, you, you, but you know, the business and you know what, you know, the foundation of what, what you need to start a business for the most part. And so I just kind of stuck to my guns and I was like, okay, I wrote another policy. I wrote another policy. I wrote another policy. And as long as I continued to write business and um, build those relationships with uh, the community, the business just kept coming in. So I, I knew I was, I was doing the right thing. That's, that's amazing to hear. <laughs> yeah. and do, do, you, do you remember the point at which you thought to yourself, wow, the risk was completely worth it. Um, I've actually built a successful business. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say probably three years in, you know, there was that sense of three to four years in that sense of relief that, I mean, we weren't that big at that point. I think maybe we were at 400,000 in revenue possibly, but um, just the fact that I could make payroll every month without having a heart attack um, was was like, it was a huge success for me not having to worry about if payroll was going to be made. Okay, that that's that makes sense, and I'm glad to hear it. Um, and then, <laughs> how did you? Can you run us through your strategy of how you um, scaled the business? Because uh, I assume you didn't start with a bunch of employees. So, like, at what yeah, point no, was... milestones did you start hiring new people and expanding? Sure. Um, it, it's funny you mentioned that the first major hire I had within a year. I knew I couldn't do it all um, and I wasn't going to be able to grow the way I wanted to if I was having to service, do all the servicing. So I started the process of hiring one other employee. And then after another year, it was, okay, now we have this much of a book and my mom came in and she's, she's definitely one of those kind of leadership type trainers and business, she's been business a business owner all her life. And she kind of sat us both down and, and was like kind of brainstorming with us. And it was kind of one of those things is we didn't have a choice, but we need we had to hire another employee. It, it, it was obvious once we kind of brainstormed it out. We couldn't, we couldn't not afford. So that's kind of like just the process was like we take a look at the book, we would see how much you know, we were working and realizing, yeah, no, we need to add an, a third employee. And so we did that. And for the longest time, I probably had about, I don't know, five employees, um, one being a salesperson. And, you know, we've had salespeople come and go. I think that sales, being in sales, especially in insurance, is not an easy um, role and you have to find the right person. Um, I've had one sales guy with me for five years and he's been, you know, he's been probably the most successful. Would I like to find more salespeople? Absolutely. Um, but from a service perspective, we have about nine people, nine service people, and then three salespeople right now. So we're doing pretty well. Um, and it's just kind of like, 
just evaluating where the need is on a regular basis with my management team. 100%. And uh, what are your, what do you think is going to happen in the next uh, five or so years? Do you see yourself scaling a lot more? Um, we've been growing about 20% every year. And I'd like to keep on that trajectory. It would be really nice to, you know, grow more each year. And, and the only way to do that is find a sale, another salesperson that can really sell and be solid. Cause obviously I can't do it all myself and neither can my other producer. Right. So, um, it is definitely finding that, uh, like a couple other producers that can also bring in business and that's the way we would scale. Okay. Amazing. And so you've been in the industry quite a while. How have you adapted to changes over the years? COVID's kind of a perfect example. And I hate to you know, bring up COVID because I think a lot of people that that is what changed their business a lot. Um, I We are still a 100% remote company since COVID. Um, the great thing is that we were already equipped to have that happen. So as soon as COVID happened, I was able to send my whole team home and not disrupt business at all because we didn't have head handsets at, at the office. We had laptops. We already had our phone system through Teams. Um, so everything was already, um, we already had the ability to go remote. Um, we gave up our office space this year. Um, I had a 1500 square foot office space and we were busting at the seams um at the time and I was considering buying a, an office a building and glad I did not do that um and so now we're working in a co-working space because paying forty five hundred dollars a month in rent for a 1500 square foot office space that no one comes comes to seems a little ridiculous so we've done that. Um, we have, I never thought I would do this. I am now utilizing virtual assistants. Um, and we are getting ready to hire our fifth virtual assistant. We have four right now. Um, they, they can do a lot of the stuff that paying someone $60,000 a year, um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to pay someone $60,000 a year to issue a certificate, which is just clicking buttons. <laughs> um, so we've, and I never thought I would do that. Um, but the people we're working with are amazing. They're in the Philippines and any business uh, that has simple tasks like that, that you're paying someone 60 to $70,000 a year to do, you really should consider virtual assistance. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. 100%. And I think and and you and I just started talking about AI and you know is AI something that could also start to streamline some of those processes. So Yeah, exactly. And I think as awful of a time as it was, COVID the the silver lining is that the way businesses operate has shifted so much. Like I'm working remote, I have been for the past six months and I've never been more productive. So I think it's it's been a huge shift for 
every business. Um, I'm, I know there were some negatives in terms of what it did to businesses, but it's nice that there is that silver line mm -hmm. that, that has come from it. Um, so yeah, back to your business, <laughs> enough of the COVID talk. Uh, can you share any specific tools or tactics that have been particularly effective for getting to where you are today? Um, I would just say developing relationships is, is probably one of the big ones. Um, I had one of my clients tell me the other day, he's like, you know, do you know why you got my business? And I'm like, because I pick up the phone and he was just like, no, he's like, you got my business because you educated me. You, he's like, if I'm going to go and what he said, deep sea diving, am I going to go with the guy that's, that I don't understand and is explaining me, explaining things to me that don't register? Or am I going to go with a person that's really digging deep and helping me understand why this equipment's so important, what it's going to do for me. Exactly. And I was like, okay. And so he's like, you do that for people in insurance. He's like, I could put you in front of any one of my vendors and <clears throat> just let you talk and you'd have their business. Exactly. I'm, I'm in sales as well. And I found the best way to do it is firstly, educate them about what you do and how it can solve their problems. And I don't like to be pushy at all. I just like to educate them and show them what the advantages are. And then they can make a decision based on that. And usually it's a good decision. Yes, exactly. 100%. And so for your business, are there any specific metrics or KPIs that you use? Um, obviously, besides for income, <laughs> that measures the success of your business. Retention, right? If we're keeping... Um, 95% of the clients, then, um, we're doing a good job from a service standpoint, um, for my producers, you know, um, how many calls are they making every day? How many networking events are they going to, you know, you've got to have, we have to have our name out there. You know, it doesn't mean that we're selling, but we've got to be out there in the community doing things. And so um, that's like a, a big thing. Like we're, we're doing a bowling tournament tomorrow. Um, I'm doing another bowling tournament in November. Um, I'm on the board of EO Arizona, which is an entrepreneur organization to help uh, leaders. And it's been phenomenal for me. And um, I highly suggest it to any entrepreneur. Um, and I wish I had known about it when I started my business rather than doing all of this alone for the last nine years or eight years. Um, so I, I just think getting out in that community and, and building your brand and, and supporting others that are going through the same things you are is, is a huge way to be successful. Okay. Amazing. And EO, is that a, what, what is EO? Is it a networking or mentorship program? Um, yeah, it's it's called Entrepreneurs Organization. It's actually a global organization, so they have them everywhere. I actually um, went to, I think we talked about this, Dylan. I was in South Africa. I was in Cape Town um, for EO Global back in April, and um, we got 
we had 1800 entrepreneurs there um, for that event. And so I got to probably see a few people from every single country that's um, part of EO, which was amazing. We had really cool speakers. It's, it's really about um, it's, it's like a group therapy for entrepreneurs. You know, if I, if I had had the ability to call somebody when I was like panicking about making payroll, you know, my second year in and, and be able to talk to somebody that had been through that, that would have been an amazing thing. And and now I have that. So um, that's what kind of EO is about. We put on learning events, we put on social events, and then we also have our forum meetings, which is our group therapy meetings every month about our businesses and our personal life and our family life. It's, it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been a common um, insight from the entrepreneurs that I've spoken to is that having the right, having the right support system and not being afraid to ask people for advice or share advice. um, Definitely huge in, in building your business. It is. 100%. And do you have, have you had any specific partnerships or collaborations that have formed? Like, um, like to, to grow your business, have there been any specific partnerships or? Yeah, I would say I I work a lot with, um, a, a life insurance group. Uh, they work with a lot of SBA lenders and in order to, um, close on your loan, right. You need to have insurance. So, uh, my life insurance partners refer SBA, um, clients over to me that are needing to get insurance for their loan. And so, um, that's been a really great partnership. So we do a lot of insurance in every state. We were probably we're licensed in like 45 states because of the fact that we do insure all over the country. Um, we work with like two or three payroll companies, um, especially if they have like a good workers comp program. Um, sometimes they don't fit our work comp program or they're needing more than just um, payroll and work comp. Maybe they need benefits, stuff like that. So we do work with like, PEOs or payroll companies that can maybe provide like HR services as well and things like that. So we're not, we're not shy to help the customer in any way we can. It's all about the customer. So if we can find kind of a, a need um, that we can't offer, we'll do our best to do that. And then also risk management and safety. Um, we work with people that can provide those services for our clients um, risk management and safety is a huge thing. It does bring down their bottom line, or I should say they br- it brings up their bottom line, right? Like they're able to save, if they're able to stay safe, they're going to save money in the long run. So we do also work with risk managers. Okay. Amazing. And so we are running out of time here, but before we go, do you have any advice for other business owners looking to succeed in your industry? In my industry? Um, I would say, um, definitely educate yourself, make sure that you understand coverages and you know what you're, what you're doing. 
Um, I would say that first and foremost, I can't tell you how many times I go to take over an account and it's, it's not insured properly and, um, it could be a detriment to the client. So just knowing coverages, knowing what you're doing, don't just insure someone to insure someone. Um, and just keep going, you know, show up every day do what you got to do to make it happen. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, what, yeah, what is absolutely. the best way, what is the best way for people to get in touch with Jessica Loomis? Um, if you have any offers for them or if they just want to follow your story. Yeah. You can uh, follow me on LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Is your handle the same on all of them? I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best way to reach out. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again for being on the show. I've I've found this super inspiring and thanks. admirable from from how you just threw all your money into the business, and I I really love that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where you go. I appreciate that, Dylan. Awesome. Thanks again. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.